0: Aren't you glad to feel what you're feeling tonight? Praise the Lord. Amen. That was so good to see these young people rejoicing in the Holy Ghost. We talk about the young people being the church of tomorrow. They're the church of today. Amen. They are the church of today. And I appreciate these young people that were worshiping God tonight. That's what it's all about. If you want to open the windows of heaven and get the blessings of God on your life, Amen. You learn how to praise Him. Amen. You learn how to worship God. Amen. Don't wait for your neighbor to do it. Just do it. Praise God. Amen. When I, when I was in the world, I didn't wait for my neighbor to party. I just went ahead and started partying. Amen. And whenever I come to the house of the Lord, I don't wait for my neighbor. Amen. When it comes, and I would like to say, I appreciate the prayer that I heard this afternoon. Amen. Prayer. Everybody say prayer. Prayer. Amen. Prayer get you where you're going. Amen. It's work to pray. It's work to pray. But prayer will get you where you're going. So good to be here and I count it such an honor and a privilege again to come to this pulpit. And I don't take it a light thing because I sure honor Brother and Sister Moore, tremendous preacher, tremendous man of God. And uh, you can look at the fruits of his labor and tell that the hand of God is on him in a mighty way. And uh, I appreciate this church and their response to the word of God. Amen. I preached a message one time on the second anointing. Uh, the first anointing comes from God. On the man of God. The second anointing comes from the congregation of God. Even helping the man of God preach. Amen. That second anointing is very important to your preacher. Amen. Amen. I'm not getting something for myself tonight. I'm telling you, when your preacher comes to this pulpit, there ought to be response, amen, from the congregation. That's where that second anointing comes on him. Amen. To feed the flock of God. Can you say amen? If you believe it, give the Lord a good hand clap. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. Uh, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Anybody a a woodsman in here? Sure. You ever seen the lightning run across the sky and hear the thunder roll? It told you something was fixing to happen. It's fixing to rain. Brother, whenever I hear the thunder roll in the house of God and people begin to shout hallelujah, I can tell you it's fixing to come a spiritual rain. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Sometimes we get in just too big a hurry. Praising God. Amen. When we uh, take more time filling up our car with gas, than we do filling up this tank that he was talking about tonight. Hey, but we need to set our priorities in order. Amen. Amen. Well, I feel the Holy Ghost in the house tonight. I hope somebody come hungry for the Holy Ghost. Anybody tonight sincerely want to hear from God? How many, how many, you I need some honest people tonight, and I believe I'm preaching to an honest church. How many went to the mirror and looked at yourself before you came to church tonight? Amen. How much more important is it to mirror ourselves in the word of God when we get to the house of the Lord? And say, God, am I looking like I'm supposed to? Is everything right on the inside like it's supposed to be? How many is going to help me preach for a few minutes tonight? Hallelujah. Amen. If you'd like to turn to the book of Genesis where it all started, let's go to the book of Genesis, the 18th chapter. Rather lengthy reading, but if you'll stay with me tonight, I feel like the Holy Ghost is going to talk to somebody's heart in the house. Hallelujah. I'll probably read scripture longer than than I'll preach or close to it. So just follow after. It's important to hear what the word of the Lord has to say. Eighteenth chapter of the book of Genesis. And the Lord, everybody say the Lord. And the Lord appeared unto him, that him is Abraham, in the plains of Mamre. Everybody say Mamre. And he sat in the tent door. Everybody say tent door. And he sat in the tent door in the heat of the day. And he lifted up his eyes and looked, and, lo, three men stood by him. And when he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent door. Everybody say the tent door. And bowed himself toward the ground and said, My Lord, if now I have found favor in thy sight, pass not away, I pray thee, from thy servant. Go into the 16th verse. And the men rose up from thence and looked toward Sodom. Everybody say Sodom. And Abraham went with them to bring them on the way. And the Lord, everybody say the Lord. I want you to know who it was that he was talking to. Amen. And the Lord said, shall I hide from Abraham that thing which I do, seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation in all of the nations of the earth? shall be blessed in him listen carefully to this 19th verse for I know him this was God talking for I know him that he will command his children and his household after him they shall keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment and the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he has spoken of him And the Lord said, because of the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and because their sin is very grievous, I will go down now and see whether they have done altogether according to the cry of it which is coming to me. And if not, I will know. Go into the 19th chapter and the first verse. And there came two angels. Everybody say two angels. To Sodom. Everybody say Sodom. And there came two angels to Sodom at evening. And Lot sat in the gate of Sodom. And Lot, seeing them, rose up to meet them. And he bowed himself with his face toward the ground and said, Behold now, my lords, turn in, I pray you, into your servants' house and tarry all night and wash your feet. And you shall rise up early and go on your ways. And they said nay but we will abide in the street all night. And he pressed upon them greatly. And they turned in unto him and entered into his house. Everybody say house. And he made them a feast and did bake unleavened bread. And they did eat. The 29th verse of that same chapter. And it came to pass when God destroyed the cities of the plain, that God remembered, everybody say remembered, that God remembered Abraham and sent Lot in, out of the midst of the overthrow when he overthrew the cities in which Lot dwelt. If I could get the church to lift their hands and voice in prayer. Brother Moore, would you ask God's anointing on the word tonight and on this service? need to pray in church right now. Mighty God of heaven, we invite you, Lord, to come down and walk these aisles. Speak to the hearts, the minds of the people tonight. God, let there be an anointing to hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say. God, let there be liberty, God, to preach your word tonight. God, anoint my mind. Think on that which is holy, godly, acceptable, Lord, in your sight. God, anoint our eyes to see, our ears to hear. God, anoint my lips with a coals. From the fire of the altar tonight god anoint our tongue with wisdom and knowledge god i ask you lord that you do it all in jesus name and the church said amen give the lord a good hand clap of praise hallelujah hallelujah oh i wish somebody shouted from the heart tonight hallelujah hallelujah oh i magnify you lord hallelujah thank you jesus praise the lord praise the lord amen you may be seated in the 19th chapter in the first verse and there came two angels to sodom at evening and lot sat in the gate of sodom And I'd like to take a text from this particular passage of Scripture and preach for a little while this afternoon on sitting in the gate of Sodom. Sitting in the gate of Sodom. Let's back up some 25 or 30 years from this point right here. A man does not just happen to be sitting in the gate of Sodom. But let's back up and in time we find a man by the name of abraham we find that the lord came and spoke to his heart abraham being about 75 years old and god told him said "Abraham, i want you to get up and he said i want you to go and look for a city whose builder and maker is god amen a city not made by man hallelujah can i tell you something i'm still on the road of abraham tonight Amen. This world is not my home. I'm just passing through hallelujah I've come to Bendale church tonight amen on my road looking for that city brother Moore I'm not satisfied with this world and I'm not satisfied with the things the world can afford but there's something beating down on the inside of my heart just keep pressing on looking for that city amen and there was something on the inside of Abraham as he told Sarah his wife he said get up she said where are we going he said God has spoke to me and we're going to be searching for a city whose builder and maker is God and there around that city in the city of Haran which was named after Abraham's brother there was a nephew there by the name of Lot and Lot saw Abraham he he went with Abraham to the daily sacrifice he went with Abraham when he built an altar and there was an affection in his heart for his uncle Abraham and whenever he found that Abraham was fixed to get up and leave and he turned and he looked at his daddy whom he loved very much and then he looked at his uncle Abraham who was a man of God and there was something on the inside of Lot said I'm going to choose to follow after the man of God I'm telling you something tonight young people if you're a purpose in your heart amen to follow after you a man of God if you're a purpose oh you're not hearing me if you're a purpose in your heart to put a preacher between you and eternity. Hallelujah. There was something on the inside of Lot that was wanting him to stay where he was at. But there was something greater on the inside of Lot that said, I got to get close to a man of God. And if you want the blessings of God to begin to flow in your life, you get close to your man of God. You get close and put a preacher between you and eternity. Amen. There's going to be a time somewhere in life you're going to need a man of God You're going to need somebody that can pray The prayer of faith You're going to need somebody that will pray When you're not able to pray for yourself And Lot realized It's important for me To put a preacher between me and eternity So Lot is a young boy Amen. Started to follow after Uncle Abraham, and it wasn't long he realized that if he stayed close to Abraham, the blessings of God would be poured out on his life. And Abraham began to journey. And Abraham was just like you, and he was just like me. There's sometimes in life we take a wrong turn, and there's sometimes in life, amen, we may get out of the will of God a little bit. And there was a famine in the land and we know how that Abraham on his journey looking for that city he took a turn and went down into Egypt and it was down in Egypt amen that Hagar came into their life it was down in Egypt brother amen that there were some other things that came in their life until it came a morning that God said Abraham I want you to get up and get out of Egypt it's time for you to get back on track i have come to Tell somebody tonight, it's time to get out of Egypt. It's time to get on fire for God. It's time to have revival in Bendale. Oh, you not hearing that. It's time to let God stir your heart and stir your mind. Hallelujah. 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 And there Abraham. I want you to see God had blessed him. Amen. And he had cattle. And he had servants. And he had everything going for him. But God said get up and get out of the land of Egypt. And there they came out of the land of Egypt. But can I tell you something? Egypt never came out of them. Amen. You think you can backslide and come back to the house of God. And be that precious. Amen. Holy Child of God, I'm telling you, you, will bring the world with you when you come back into the house of God. Hallelujah. I know some of you didn't like that right there. Amen. I'm just going to preach on it for a little bit tonight. Amen. Can I tell you what's happening in the world today? Amen. They went in and out of the world so much. And brother, they don't know. Amen. If they are of the world or they are of the church. I'm telling you, Abraham had the heart to live for God. But there were some things in Egypt that he picked up that he never did get out. He brought Hagar out with him. He brought the idols of Egypt out with him hallelujah We think that we can play with the world and come out of the world and go back into the world, Amen. Can I tell you something? I've seen some, Amen. They look like a rat hole where they beat it in and out of the church. I've come to tell you tonight, it's all right to get up, and it's all right to get out. It's never been all right just to be in and out, Amen. You ought to get in and live for God. If you stumble, get up and clean yourself up and go on for God. You're gonna make mistakes. There's gonna be fault there's going to be failure there's going to be sin but don't go to the egypt don't go to egypt hallelujah there they came out of Egypt but there were some things that was put in the heart amen of that young man lot down there and as they came out of Egypt he realized that if he'd stay close to the man of God that the blessings of God would flow on him I hope I don't lose you tonight amen that he stayed close to Abraham and God had got Abraham back on track and then Abraham everywhere that he went the very first thing that he'd done he built an altar unto the Lord and he said come on Lot let's build an altar unto the Lord and let's offer a sacrifice of praise unto the Lord and let's pray unto the Lord and not one day but I'm talking about thousands of days Abraham took Lot to an altar Abraham showed Lot how to build that altar time went by ten years went by Lot's got his own family now. Even Lot's got his own wife now. He's got his own children, brother. But he's still following after Uncle Abraham because he knows that Abraham is doing it right. Hallelujah. Can I tell you something? It's good, amen, to come into the house of the Lord and get you an apostolic preacher in your life. But there are going to be some times, amen, you're going to have to have this Holy Ghost down on the inside of you. Your preacher's not going to be there, amen, when the television's on. And your preacher's not going to be there when you're riding down the road. And you cut that radio on. And that rock and roll is there. I'm telling you, you're going to have to have this Holy Ghost for yourself. you got to learn how to pray, lot. Lot went with Abraham every week to build that altar. Lot went with him every time that he offered up that sacrifice. And time went by. And Lot, we were talking about this afternoon. Amen, there's some sinner man that's got some of my tapes. And he said, they can probably preach it as good or better than you can. And I'm telling you, they should know how. They should know how to build an altar. They should know how to offer up that sacrifice. Hallelujah. Just coming into the house of the Lord and looking apostolic is not going to save you. Amen. there's somewhere, somewhere there's got to be something on the inside of you that takes you to a prayer room. Amen. there's got to be somewhere that you're going to build. Brother, you're going to build an altar all by yourself. Hallelujah. There's got to be somewhere, amen, that whenever God wakes you in the still of the night that you'll roll out of the comforts of sleep and say, No, Brother Moore didn't call a prayer meeting, but God did. I'm going to go build me an altar of prayer, and I'm going to worship before the Lord. Lord, until I feel the power come down oh I wish I could get a witness tonight it's not enough it's not enough just to follow your Abraham hallelujah but Lot followed Abraham, and he was faithful to follow after Abraham. I find nowhere in there that Lot ever got really crossed up with Abraham. But it came a day, some twenty-five or thirty years had passed, and Lot was blessed just like Abraham was. And there came a day that they stood on a hillside, and Abraham said, "Lot, there's a little bit of strife between my herdsmen and your herdsmen, and and you're you've been." blessed of God and and Lot I put it in your heart Amen, on how to pray and I put it in your heart on how to build an altar I put it in your heart on how to sacrifice and you know what opens the windows of heaven and he said Lot it's come time for us to divide our ways and he said I'm going to let you choose and as they looked out across standing on that mountain that day they looked and there was all the well watered plains of Jordan where the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah were and the Bible says it was as beautiful as the garden of the Lord it was as beautiful as the garden of Eden and he looked back the other way toward the plains of Mamre and all that he could see was dust storms and dry, and no water, and very little that was appealing to the eye, and he turned back to Uncle Abraham, and he said, I'm going to choose the well-watered plains of Jordan. Can I tell you, sometimes the things that are most beautiful in life are also the things that hold the most danger. Oh, I hope I can preach to somebody in the house tonight. I hope, to I hope that somebody can realize. Can I tell you one choice? Just one choice that Lot made in his life, and it affected him forever, amen. And young people, just one choice that you'll make in life can affect the way that you live. It can affect the way you think, amen. It can affect your marriage down the road. I talked to somebody today, amen, that had things happen in their childhood. Can I tell you, they still wrestle with it today, amen. They still, it was not their choice. It was Lot's choice. You need to realize the choice that you're going to make is going to affect your children down the road. Now we find that Lot says, I'll, I'll, take, the, I'll take the well-watered plains of Jordan. I'll take the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah, and there we find that they part their ways. (laughs) And now we find, I'm going to my text tonight. What I've said so far, amen, it didn't cost you nothing. I'm fixing to get down to my message now. Amen. Now we find that some 25 or 30 years later, amen, that old Abraham, he's still in search of that city. And we find him still sitting in the dusty plains of Mamre, sitting in a tent door, brother amen it don't look like to the eye that he's got anything more than he started out with can I tell you something tonight I'd rather have a tent on the side of the road and be full of this baptism of the Holy Ghost than I had to have a house and sit in the gates of Sodom oh you not hearing me I'm talking about I'd rather have this old time religion hallelujah hallelujah i'd rather have this old time holy ghost than anything i know brother hallelujah I begin to look at that Abraham sitting in the tent door. Amen. In the heat of the day, right beside that old dusty road, I'm sure that Sarah somewhere in that tent. She probably cried out to Abraham. Abraham, when are we going to stop? When are we going to put down some roots? When are we going to stay somewhere, Abraham? And Abraham turns and says, Whenever I find that city. Amen. Whenever I find that city whose builder and maker is God that's where we're going to put down our roots hallelujah hallelujah I'm telling you something can I preach just a minute Amen. You wives, don't put any pressure on your husband if he's trying to live for God. Hallelujah. Amen. If he's trying to do right, amen, don't you worry him about going to Walmart. If you'd stay out of Walmart, he'd have enough to buy you a hamburger. Amen. I'm telling you, you ought to pray for him every morning that he gets up and goes to work. And you ought to write a little note in there. I'm praying for you today. I love you. I got confidence in you. I got faith faith in you hallelujah amen abraham sitting in that tent door in the heat of the day and the scripture said there come three men But I want you to know Abraham, he wasn't carnal-minded. He had a lot of time to pray. And Abraham was still building that altar. And Abraham was still offering up that sacrifice. And he was still holding to the promise, brother. I'm telling you, it had been a long time since God had visited him. But he was still holding to the promise. Amen. It didn't waver. I'm telling this church, we've heard about the rapture of the church. Amen. And it hadn't come yet. You better just hold to the promise. We're one day closer than we were yesterday. Amen. We're one week closer than last week. We're one year closer than last year. God's fixing to come back after a bride. He said he saw those three men. Abraham, about 100 years old now. But I want you to hear what he did. He recognized who they were. Amen. He recognized who was coming down the road. Praise God. And the scripture said he got up and he began to run to meet them. I want you to know something. There's not any retirement just because of age. Hallelujah. Amen. There's not any retirement. This Holy Ghost. Amen. You may not can run the aisle, but you can still get a hold of a pew. Amen. And you can do something. Hallelujah. When you come to the house of the Lord. Amen. If I get so old that they gotta roll me in at a wheelbarrow, I still want to do something when I get to the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Abraham got up and he ran to him, brother. He ran because he recognized the Lord. How many of you come through the door tonight and you just plop down somewhere and Said, well, they ought to be glad I'm here. i tell you what you ought to done. You ought to have got up. Amen. When that young boy come off those drums, you ought to realize that God was here. You ought to run to meet him. Abraham ran to meet the Lord. It was God. It was the Lord that was there that day. Had two angels with him. You can be seated. Abraham ran to him. Abraham wasn't ashamed of where he was living. And I'm telling you this morning, don't be ashamed when you're in the will of God. Praise God. Don't be ashamed when you're a child of God. Amen. Whenever you walk the streets, wherever they got streets in this part of the country. Even whenever you ought to hold your head up high. I'm a, I'm, I come from Bendale Apostolic Jesus Name Church. Brother Moore's my pastor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you to know something. I'm a child of God. And this world is not my home. I'm just passing through. I got my mind made up. I got my foot on a rock. And oh, by then you ought to be feeling it. I said you ought to be feeling something. Hallelujah. How long has it been since you told somebody about this sweet Holy Ghost? Hallelujah. Abraham ran to meet the Lord because he recognized that God was in his presence. He said, I ain't got a house. He said, but I tell you what, if you'll stay around, I will offer a sacrifice to you. I will prepare something for you. And he was quick. He said, "I'll stay, Abraham." Hey, Amen. Can I tell you something? God had looked out over the balcony of heaven for days, and he said, "I'm so hungry for fellowship. I'm for hung. I'm so hungry for somebody to mean it from their heart." Hey, Amen. I'm fixing to go down and pay O Abraham a visit hallelujah amen can i tell you something tonight? that you get hungry god's gonna pay you a visit hallelujah and whenever a church gets hungry god's gonna pay you a visit there's gonna be revival in bendale there's gonna be re- whoa he's shot devil you a liar there's gonna be revival in this house Hallelujah! hallelujah hallelujah some of you ought to come out fine. i hear the bell ring whoa hallelujah amen the devil's put you in a corner long enough there's going to be victory in your life there's going to be victory in your house there's going to be victory in your church is he the only one that believes it whoa Shikaha <laughs> Mosiah. devil's a liar devil's a liar Devil's a liar. Hallelujah. Praise God. You can be seated. Abraham says, if you'll just hang around, I'll, I'll, I'll prepare something for you. I'm telling you, he couldn't have run the Lord off with a stick right then. Amen. If you'll entertain the presence of the Lord. uh, Amen. You say, well, you don't know the mistakes I made. You don't know the, I'm telling you. uh, Amen. God don't love you because you're perfect. Amen. God loves you because you're blood bought. Uh, Oh, you're not hearing me. I said God loves you because you're blood bought. You're a child of the King. (laughs) Hallelujah. Whoa! Is anybody holding to the promise? Is anybody holding to the promise? Hallelujah. It ain't as easy to run God off as you think it is. Amen. Not when your heart's like Abraham amen abraham could have had to finer things in life amen but he was holding to that promise i'm asking you tonight are you still holding to the promise amen and still repent be baptized every one of you in the name of jesus christ for the remission of sins 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 and you shall receive the gift of the holy ghost hallelujah i'm holding to the promise i'm holding to the promise Hallelujah. No man shall pluck them out of my hand. Hallelujah. I'm holding to the promise. Amen. You can be seated. Hallelujah. Abraham runs back to the tent. He, run, he says, send, send somebody out there and fetch one of those one of those good tender, tender kids out of the flock. He said, Sarah, he said, you go to cooking some cakes. She said, Abraham, if we had a house now. If we had a house, we could invite them in. He said, they know our hearts. They're not looking at our house. They're looking at our hearts. Hallelujah. I want you to see where Abraham entertained them. There was a big oak tree outside. Can I tell you, God was excited about going under that oak tree with Abraham hallelujah amen because there was somebody that was holding to the promise and there under that under that oak tree amen they offered up a sacrifice unto the lord and abraham said oh i've been waiting for this for so long amen those two angels standing over there they hadn't said a word brother amen can i tell you who it was it was the angel of mercy and it was the angel of judgment and they were following after the lord hallelujah and there the lord amen went by for Abraham and after they had eaten and after they had offered his sacrifice and they said well Abraham we've come and we got a mission to do and all of a sudden the Lord said shall I pass around Abraham or shall I tell Abraham this thing that I'm going to do stand up Abraham I want you to know something if God gives you some kind of new revelation he'll give it to your preacher first Oh, oh, oh run devil run run devil run if god gives you a gift in the spirit he'll give it to this man amen to give to you first hallelujah he is not gonna go around his abraham he is not gonna bypass his anointed hallelujah oh i don't care if it high lips ever dabble in hell god is not gonna go around abraham amen. Hallelujah. You say, well, I'll get my own mail. You got one mail address, whatever the address of this Bendale pulpit is. That's where you'll get your mail. They don't like that no more. Amen. I'm going to tell you something. I don't worry about what they don't like. Amen. I'm telling you tonight, Amen. God is not going to bypass his Abraham. Amen, you better thank God too because whenever trouble starts coming your way, amen, he's not going to go hit your house before he comes to Abraham and tells him what he's fixing to do. God always sent a warning first. Hallelujah. You can be seated. He said, oh no, I don't think I'm going to pass it by Abraham. Let me read you why. And the Lord said, shall I hide from Abraham that thing which I do? Seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation. And all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. you talking about the same Abraham that's sitting in a tent door? In the plains of Mamre? I looked up that word Mamre. I'm, I'm just a country boy. But that word memory means strength and nourishment from the Lord. I'd rather be sitting in a tent door. Getting my strength and nourishment from the Lord. Than I had to be Mr. Somebody sitting in the gates of the city of Sodom. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Shall I hide it from Abraham? No, I think not. For he's going to surely become a great and mighty nation. And all the nations of the earth are going to be blessed in him. Now this is what I really like. For I know him. It wasn't God's first day to look at Abraham. And it ain't God's first night to look at you. Amen. Can God count on you to hold to the promise? Can God count on you when the going gets tough? If you've got to sit in the tent door in the plains of mammary are you still going to be faithful to the house of god hallelujah amen if god does you like Job, puts you up on the testing table amen and you say naked i came into this world and naked i'll leave amen are you still going to be faithful to the house of the lord listen to what he said for i know him that he will command his children and his household He didn't have any children and he didn't have a household. He didn't have a house and he didn't have any children. But God knew he was going to hold to the promise till he had both, hallelujah. And I've never seen Jesus and I've never walked on streets of gold and I've never been to heaven. But I tell you what, if he's looking out over the balcony tonight, I want him to know that I'm holding to the promise. Hallelujah. I'm holding to the promise. I'm holding to the promise. No, I'm not going to hide this from Abraham. Because Abraham, you got some investments down there in that city. You remember your nephew Lot? Oh yeah, I see Lot every so often. Can I tell you something? God didn't pass it by him. That 29th verse of that that next chapter said, and God remembered Abraham. He didn't remember Lot. He said God remembered Abraham when he began to destroy the cities of the plains. And he said, I'm going to go down and see if their cry is really what I think it is. And now the Lord and Abraham, they begin to talk. They begin to talk, and these two angels have never said a word. They're standing there. And Abraham, he begins to look in the Lord's face and he begins to look upon the Lord and he says, Lord, he said, you being a righteous God, the kind of God that you are. He said, you wouldn't destroy the righteous with the wicked. Uh, Surely that's not the kind of God that you are. He said, peradventure, there's 50 righteous down there. He said, would you spare that city for 50 righteous? Oh, there was something moved in God. He said, "Oh, how I love somebody that will intercede." He said, "Yes, if there be fifty righteous, I'll spare it." Abraham said, "Since I've took it on myself, God, if there be five less than that, if there only be forty-five, will you spare the city?" He said, "For forty-five, I'll spare it." There was something I'm telling you. Abraham got his prayer wheel moving. And God got his ear in tune with Abraham. And he said, God, he said, don't don't charge me with this now. But he said, "If, if there's only 40, will you spare the city? He said, for 40, I'll spare the city. He said, what if there's only 30? He said, for you, Abraham, for you, Abraham, I'll spare the city if there's only 30. I'm telling you, he loved Abraham. Abraham said, he said, don't, don't let me grieve you. He said, but if there's only 20. He said, for you, Abraham, I'll do it. He was so quick, Brother Marshall. So many times we live beneath our privilege because we just don't ask. Amen. We're just satisfied. to Let the devil put us in a corner. We're just satisfied with what comes our way. Amen. And then Abraham, Abraham, he began, I can see Abraham. So he began to count. tomorrow. He said, God, if there's only 10. He said, if there's only ten in that city, will you spare it? God said, if there's ten righteous, he said, I'll spare it. And then the scripture said, and the Lord went his way. And Abraham went home. He went back to that tent in the plains of Mamre. Thoroughly convinced. I hope I can preach to you for five minutes now. He went back to that tent, thoroughly convinced that he had interceded for the city of Sodom and Gomorrah. Amen. Because occasionally he would meet Lot in the plains as their herds intermingle. Occasionally their servants would come together somewhere and he would meet his nephew uh, Lot in the plains and he would say, Lot, how's everything going? And Lot said, oh, Uncle Abraham, everything is good. Uh, He'd say, how's your wife doing? How's your children? Oh, Uncle Abraham, you put something down in my heart. Uh, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, I thank you, Uncle Abraham. You showed me how to get the blessings of God on my life. Ever so often, he would meet him and he'd say, how's things going, Lot? Is everything well? Is everything well with your family? And Oh, it's good, Uncle Abraham. Can I tell you something? If this preacher comes to you and says, brother, is everything all right with your family? You be honest and tell him because God's already spoke to him. Can you hear me if this man of god comes and said hey how's everything going i want you to know god's already dealt with him that something ain't just right jesse if he comes and says hey is everything good at your house he already knows there's a little problem if you'll be honest with a man of god god will fix it for you god will intercede for you hallelujah Abraham went to sleep that night with a sound mind, brother. Amen, because Lot had assured him that all was well in his house. And we find two angels now headed towards Sodom. And now we find that in the nineteenth chapter we find Lot sitting in the gate of Sodom. With a house built in the middle. Of Sodom. Can I tell you something? You didn't sit. I know what the scripture said about Lot. The scripture said that he was a. Righteous man that was vexed. With a filthiness. It didn't vex him enough. To get up and get out of it. It didn't vex him enough. To want to save his children from it. And I'm asking you tonight, are you so satisfied sitting in the gate of Sodom? Amen, that you're not going to worry about the outcome of your children. And you're not going to worry about the outcome of what happens down the road. Oh, how many times, Sister Moore, have I seen, I've seen grown men and women with, with little children backslide, walk out of the house of God, and brother, maybe five or ten years later, they'll come back. But can I tell you where they left their children? They left them out in the world. Amen. you got to raise them in this truth. you got to put something in their heart at an early age. Amen. To love the man of God. Have confidence in the word of God. We find that Lot sitting in the gate of the city. You had to be somebody to sit in the gate. It was a dignitary that sat in the gates of the city. They made judgment calls. I'll assure you that somewhere Lot had to compromise what Abraham had taught him. If he was going to be sitting in the gate of the city of Sodom. Oh yeah. Sitting in the gate of the city. It was only one step for him to get outside of Sodom. But his family was in the heart. And Sodom was also in their heart. And now we find that the angels come. Oh I hope I can, I can reach somebody tonight. We find the angels come the angels of mercy, and the angel of judgment. And they come, and they find Lot sitting in the gate of the city in the evening time. And Lot rises up and meets them and says, come into my house. He emphasized he had a house. They probably told him, said, we've been out in the plains, and, and we came by Yonk Abraham's. Oh, yeah, oh, Uncle Abraham." Oh, like Abraham, he's still dwelling out there in the tents. Oh, like Abraham, he's still holding that old message, Brother Moore. Oh, like Abraham, he's still holding to the old message. He still believes it's God's way or no way. But I want you to look what God has done for me in Sodom. You better not judge your Holy Ghost on your blessings. You better not judge your Holy Ghost by the house you're living in. You better not judge your Holy Ghost by the money that's in your pocket. It could be you're just sitting in the gates of Sodom. Hallelujah. Amen. I know God's got blessings he can pour out on his children too. Amen. But we find those angels that come in. And now we find that Lot wants them to come to his house. And brother, he tries to show everything that he's got in there. And he takes them from room to room. Showing them how how the blessings are unfolding for him in Sodom. God forbid that our churches become a show place when everything is in the showroom and there's nothing left in the prayer room, amen, God forbid that, brother, amen, when they come into the house of the Lord, I want them to feel the church, amen, I want them to feel the anointing of God like we felt tonight, amen, amen, it's such a dangerous thing for us to be so close and set in the gates of Sodom. Their there, lot brought him into his house. Can I, can I preach to us for a few minutes tonight on just what kind of man that he was? It didn't vex him enough to want to save his children. Oh, I'm sure it crossed his mind. But all those years with Abraham building that altar. brother, all those years sacrificing and praying, kneeling down by him, praying. I don't find one place in the word of God where Lot ever built an altar. I don't find one place, Brother Ford, where where he ever offered up a sacrifice before God. I don't find one place where he found time to pray. Amen. Can I get you to help me tonight? You and your wife come, brother, right now. Come on. Come on. If you would. Just stand right by this wall tonight. Amen. This man's got an excellent spirit. Hallelujah. But Lot ain't real popular with me tonight. But you're going to be Lot and Sister Lot for a little while. Amen. Amen. The angel of the Lord came to him. God sent him there because of Abraham. It wasn't because of what Lot done. And there the angel of the Lord told him, said, I want you to get your family together. Two daughters. Those men gathered around that house, brother. Amen. Give me two young girls right here. Unmarried. Come on. You know if you are, you ain't. Come on. Those men of Sodom gather around that house, brother. And they begin to say, hey, send those men out that's in there. And they said, oh, no. Lot said, oh, no, can't do that. He said, but i tell you what we can do. i got two daughters that's never known a man. You can have them. What kind of daddy is that? What kind of man is that? Amen. That have put two daughters out there to a, a mob. Amen. Angels can take care of themselves. Lot, I'm afraid you stayed in Sodom too long. Amen. They some things got a hold of your heart. Sitting in the gates of Sodom is not the most important thing in life. Amen. Amen. And there, are those two daughters never had known a man. The scripture also said he had sons. Amen. So that meant at least two. Give me two boys standing up there right now. come on. It also said he had two son-in-laws, two daughters and son-in-laws. Amen, give me two more couples up there with them right now. come on, come on, give me two couples up there with them right now. Amen. Abraham when he interceded for the Lord come. Abraham, when he began to intercede for the Lord, when he got it down to 10, he had talked a Lot many times. Lot, how is it with your family? Oh, it's good. It's good, Uncle Abraham. they doing good. Amen. Lot and his wife, two daughters that's never known a man, two sons, two more daughters and two son-in-laws. Count them up, brother. You got a good education. Abraham knew there had to be at least 10 living for God. Abraham had talked a lot. He knew there had to be at least 10 there. Lot said, everything's good in my family. Lot, undoubtedly, you're trying to save your family. Oh, Uncle Abraham, they're on course. Lot, like undoubtedly, you still build an altar like I taught you to do. You're still making a sacrifice. You're teaching your sons to pray. But when the angel of the Lord said, I want you to go to your sons and tell them, the scripture said they mocked him as one. Amen. Can I tell you something? They went to their son-in-laws and they mocked him. They said, we never have heard you pray before, Lot. All you've ever done is set in the gate of Sodom. We never have seen you tell us about the judgments of God before, Lot. All you did was set in the gates of Sodom. And they mocked him as one. Amen. Can I tell you something? God forbid. I pray that God takes me out of this world, brother. Amen. before I'd go to one of my girls. And my girls wouldn't believe what their Holy Ghost daddy was telling them. I'd rather, for, I'd rather for God to take me this night than there come a place somewhere down the road that sitting in the gate of Sodom became more important to me than preaching this holy ghost, holiness message, brother. I'd rather for God to take me tonight than I'd not be able to come to Bendale and preach my heart to somebody. Amen. That I'd go to you and you'd mock me and say, Hey, I never have seen you pray before. The angel of the Lord said, hurry up, Lot. Can I tell you something? Lot didn't want to leave, brother. And finally, the angel of the Lord said, it's time. He said, but what about my sons? What about my my son-in-laws? He said, it's time to get out of it. He said, get your wife by the hand. They said the angel of the Lord had to get him by the hand, brother. And they got their two daughters. And they began to leave, And they begin to get out of Sodom. And what kind of mama, what kind of mama do I believe that she was a good woman? I believe Lot's wife was a good woman. What kind of mama wouldn't look back at those boys that she's leaving? What kind of mama wouldn't look back at those girls that she raised? Amen. And knowing that destruction is fixing to hit their house. You better count the cost when you make up your mind you're gonna set in the gates of Sodom. Amen. You better count the cost, Amen, of sitting in the gates of Sodom. Amen. All those material things that you've got. Amen. That house. All those material things. Lot. Amen. Is it worth losing your boys and your girls over? Is it worth losing your wife over? Step out, wife. Amen. Amen. Come on. Amen. You just left her because she looked behind. It wasn't because she was a worldly woman. And some of you is going to fool around sitting in the gates of Sodom. Till you're going to lose that good wife. You better hear me tonight. Amen. Somebody's going to fool around in the gates of Sodom till you lose those good boys. You lose those good daughters. Now we find it outside the gates of the city. The angel of the Lord said, You need to run to the mountain. And Lot said, Oh, don't send me to the mountain. I can't go there. said, Just send me over to Zoar. It's just a little city of sin. I'm telling you something. There ain't no way to get halfway in this deal. You can't say, well, I'm just going to live in a little city of sin. Amen. You need to look back, Lot. Was it worth it? You need to look back. Was it worth it? There's your wife that's been with you all those years. There's your sons that you raised and your daughters that you raised. Amen. Was it worth it? I'm telling you, he left everything. He lost it all. Amen. And now we find that They go. But when destruction comes, now they flee to the mountains. Late. It's too late. They go into that cave in the mountains. Can I tell you something? He got those two daughters out of Sodom, but he never got Sodom out of those two daughters. And there they conceived of their daddy. And one brought forth the Moabites and the other brought forth the Ammonites. And God still hates them to this day. Amen. Was it worth it setting in the gates of Sodom? Amen. I'm preaching to somebody tonight. Abraham got up the next morning. He could not believe that he saw the smoke ascending as he stepped forth. He could not believe that destruction had come. Lord, I just talked to you. Surely you tried to save your family. Mamas and daddies. Surely, you're trying to save your family. Or are we just sitting in the gates of Sodom? This church stands tonight. Destruction's in the land. We're living in the end time, whether you believe it or not. I thought about today this pope that has died. It is the very perfect time. The scripture said that one would turn the power to the other. It is the very perfect time for the Antichrist to step forth. Somebody better hear me tonight. You better examine yourself in that mirror of God's word and say, am I sitting in the gates of Sodom? Am I satisfied with the material things in life? Amen. When's the last time that I really built an altar of prayer? When's the last time that I told my children how important it is? Amen. When's the last time we've sat and we've we went over this plan of salvation with our little children we told them, you've got to have the Holy Ghost. Amen. Sitting, just sitting in the gate of Sodom. They play something or sing whatever tonight. These altars are open. They're open to the saint. They're open to the sinner. They're open to the moms, the dads, and the children tonight. Oh, I know you say, well, I'm, I'm just so close. I'm just, I know Lot, he, just was, he was just one step out of Sodom. And he got out. But his children didn't get out. And his wife didn't make it. And I'm asking you tonight, sin's going to take you further. Father. Than you ever thought you would go it's going to keep you longer than you ever thought you'd stay and it's going to cost you more than you ever thought you'd have to pay are you satisfied sitting in the gates of sodom these altars are open tonight some of you made a start for god this morning some of you were stirred enough to come to an altar of prayer Tonight, I want you to look at those children by you. Those children you hold in your arms. Can I tell you, they didn't ask to be brought into this world. Amen. But they're here, and it's your responsibility. Amen. To make sure you're not sitting inside them tonight. Hallelujah. These altars are open. Sing, sister. pray, church. You're here tonight and you don't know the Lord through the Holy Ghost. You need to come. You're here tonight and you need deliverance. You need to come. Come on. God bless you. Come on. Come on. Come on on to this altar tonight. Somebody needs to make up their mind. Whatever the cost, whatever the price I got to pay, It's not too great,
1: I'm going to be saved. Does
0: God know you like he knew Abraham? Does God know you like he did Abraham? Are you just sitting in the gate of Sodom, comfortable? If I wasn't stirred in this house tonight, that would be enough to stir me. If I couldn't feel what I was wanting to feel, that'd be enough to run me to an altar tonight. Search
1: your
0: heart, child of God.